What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here, and today we are diving into our third part of our week-long interview with Brianna Holt, author of the book, In Our Shoes. Brianna and I close out the week of interviews by talking about how she maintains joy in her personal life. You're going to see her drop some really thoughtful tips on how she is doing that, what boundaries she's creating, and how she is cultivating a life of joy outside of work. All right, let's jump right into this conversation. All right, Brianna, I'm so excited to have you on this podcast. It has been an honor. I now want to talk to you a little bit about, we've recapped, if you haven't listen to the rest of the week. What are you waiting for? We want to listen to Brianna talk about her book, also talk about opting out of struggle, talk about how she creates a life of joy in her professional life, despite writing about very heavy topics regarding race and the intersection of womenhood and Black womenhood. And so our last conversation and topic always is joy in your personal life. And I always say, I think the thing about Black women, and you allude to this a little bit in your book as well, is we are natural overachievers. It is rare to find a Black woman who doesn't know how to get the bag, doesn't have three side hustles, isn't excelling professionally. However, a lot of times there is this gap in the excellence of a personal life, right? It comes as an expense. And so I really like to spend time asking people to define for themselves, however they define personal how they cultivate or opt into a life of joy in their personal life. And so I wanted to give you an opportunity to speak about how are you cultivating joy in your personal life? Yeah, I've taken many steps to cultivate joy in my personal life. First, starting with social media, I realized that I was really engaging with and um, consuming a lot of Eurocentric beauty standards by following a lot of white celebrities white models, um, white influencers, people who I really couldn't relate to. And it would make me self-reflect and feel worse about myself or my position. Why am I comparing myself to a white woman who is my age, who is a writer? And I'm wondering, why why haven't I done this yet? Why haven't I done that yet? And that just doesn't make sense at all. And so I very much started with just um, thinking of where do I spend a lot of my time? I spend a lot of my time online, a lot of us online looking at social media um, and also a lot of time at work or working. And so usually, you know, about eight hours a day. And I found that between media and where I work, um, I was really consuming and engaging with a lot of non-Black people, a lot of white people. And that was not joyful for me. That was making me um, develop, I guess, um, what is the syndrome when you are questioning yourself, your abilities? Um, Imposter syndrome. Yeah, imposter syndrome or making me look down on myself. And so I realized what I need to do is be spending more time with my people. And so I, you know, I'm lucky to live in New York, a very diverse city where there is community, where there is Black community and Black spaces. And I spend a lot of time in those spaces. I find that I leave those conversations in those areas um, 
those spaces feeling fed and feeling whole and feeling validated and just feeling in communion. And that's one way I really cultivate my joy, but also just making time for myself and prioritizing my body, working out, all of these things that I kind of would put on the back burner when I would focus so much on work. I wasn't eating well and I wouldn't work out. I was putting all my time into writing the book or working on articles and realizing like, if if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. I can't finish this book if I don't have my health. And I, I receive a lot of joy from being active and active with my Black community, with my friends, my girlfriends, um, us doing yoga together, us supporting other Black women, um, whether it is the Black yoga instructor or the Black Pilates uh, instructor, and just really creating this life of like, I don't know, uh, populating the Black dollar and also cre- and also creating relationships with other Black people at the same time. Yeah, I love that. I think that that's so true. I think that it's very easy to get pulled. I like your journey of realizing I'm following all these folks that don't make me feel good about myself. <laughs> Let's just start there. Regardless of who they are, what their demographic is, you're not feeling good when you're engaging with them. And I think how many of us are on social media doing that to ourselves, regardless, like finding people that make us feel less about ourselves. And then the key part that you mentioned there is they were all white or conformed to a Eurocentric beauty standard. And yet there's a swath of all these Black creators and Black folks that are not getting maybe nearly as much of the attention. That's just fact. And there's opportunities to kind of create community there. And so I just want to know a little bit about like, how did you start in the process of transitioning from that? Like what kind of steps did you make to start going from, okay, I'm following all these white folks. How do I start infusing some black folks that are positive that make me feel good about myself? Mm -hmm. Just thinking of everything that I'm looking for, what do I use social media as a tool for and knowing that a black person exists for that. So for example, every morning um, I go on YouTube and I do like a 15 minute stretching. Um, I'll look up a video And of course, the first 10 that are recommended to you are going to be white women. But if you keep scrolling, you will find a black woman. And I'm like, yeah, I want to watch her and give her my views um, instead. And just like finding different ways. Like, what am I, what am I looking for on social media? Oh, am I looking for someone who's giving tips on marketing? Um, There is a black woman who exists who is doing that. And luckily, because of the way social media is now today with the algorithms, if you just start searching for it, eventually more and more of these people will come up on your feed or on your timeline. And it has completely changed my relationship with social media. I do not get off of social media feeling, I don't have these negative feelings or this negative like self-perception of myself anymore. I get off feeling informed um, or feeling fed through something that I've read. And it's a completely different experience. And it made me realize even outside of online, offline, I need to do the same. I need to find ways to be more in communion with other Black people. If we're going to go to a bookstore in Brooklyn, maybe let's go to the Black-owned one because we know when we get there, there's going to be other Black people there. There will be the books, the type of books we would like to read anyway. And we also know that we can like support our community at the same time. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. 
Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched to a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash burnout. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Everything is up in flames. I said all that I have to say. Beautiful. And that brings me kind of to kind of my one of my last questions for you, which is that so much community is adjacent to joy. Like once you have a great community, you're going to be joyful. And so what kind of criteria or intention do you bring when you're creating your offline, your in-person community? How do you go about doing that? How do you do that joyfully? Yeah. Well, one of my biggest things is I am not really in communion with people who ask too much of me. And so what I mean by that is I used to have a lot of non-Black friends who I felt specifically we're looking for information about race and would think of their black friends as Google when it's so easy to just get online and figure it out. Or it's like, I'm writing these articles for a reason. Why aren't you just engaging with them? Why are you, do you think I want to talk about this at dinner or in my off time? And so 
my biggest criteria is really I'm looking for people who self-educate and are progressive in that way. I'm not here to educate anyone. I'm not here to mother anyone. I'm not really here to teach anyone. Of course, that will come up naturally and organically sometimes in relationships um, and, and in friendships, but that is not my sole role in any relationship that I'm in. If I wanted to mother or teach someone, I would have children or I would go work at a school. And so I feel like a lot of Black women find themselves in these positions, whether it is in the relationships they have at work or just with some of their friends or non-Black people, where we are taking on additional untypical roles in friendships and relationships. We should not be mothering people. We should not be the main supporter or provider of our friends and then also not receiving any of it in return. So when I am looking to be friends with someone, I am literally looking for friendship. And if I feel like it is starting to gear out of friendship and it is more so me taking on some additional role, then I don't entertain it. I love that. Love it. And so my final question for you is what words, knowing that this is Black Girl Burnout, this is a podcast, we're on this journey to having joy, and that many of our listeners are basically you times many thousands, right? So what would you say in closing, if you have anything that we've missed or anything you want to say to our audience about how they can either opt out of burnout or how they can cultivate a life of joy, what would you like to say to our audience? Well, I would like to say, and I talk about this in the last chapter of my book, and it was something that I learned more about um, recently, is the act of radical self-care. And I was wondering, what does that even mean? Um, And we think of self-care as something that you can buy. You can buy your way into care, whether you're getting a massage or you're buying, you know, you're taking a bubble bath and all those things feel good in the moment, but they don't actually heal the trauma or the experiences or what it is that is providing you these stressors. And so I think Black women specifically need to think of self-care differently outside of like, oh, I do a face mask and I go for a little run. Those things might feel good, but really look into what is causing you the stress and what can you do to um, dissolve that in any way possible. And it is a radical act itself when Black women take care of themselves because we have never been expected to take care of ourselves. We came into the United States taking care of other people, taking care of other people's children, taking care of other people's homes, working for other people. So it's never been expected for us to practice self-care. And so to know that it's a radical act, but it's also an act that we deserve. Love that. If you don't want to hear it from me, because that's the message I preach, take it from Brianna Holt. She is talking about it. It closes her book. And it also reminds me of Audre Lorde's famous quote, right? That self-care is not self-indulgence. It's self-preservation. Right. And she talked about it being an act of political warfare. So it's actually a stand. Rest is a piece of standing up for yourself and for the culture. Brianna, I'm so thankful that you came on today. It's been wonderful chatting with you. Where can we connect with you? And know this is going to be in the show notes and I'm going to reinforce it, but where can we connect with you? And and again, tell us your book and where it's at to buy. Thank you. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Brianna Holt. On Twitter, I am at Brianna N. Holt for my middle name. And my website is BriannaHolt.me. And my book is available anywhere books are sold in our shoes on being a young Black woman and not so post-racial America. Beautiful. Brianna, I'm following on all the platforms and I got your book. I encourage everybody else to do the same. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah,
So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.